The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Chorus Entertainment. Hey, hey, welcome. We're set to go. Skulls here. Alex Lucifero, our uh, resident employment lawyer. If you want to go the email route, you can do that as well. We'll get to a few of those in a bit. That is help at employmentlawyer.ca. And the website you want to go to beyond this half hour, anytime, pocketemploymentlawyer.ca. Access to that severance calculator is rolled into that puppy, and it's free, and it's extremely accurate. And uh, for the most part, surprising when you see the number that gets spit out the bottom after taking about uh, I don't know, 30 seconds to go through the uh, the program with the severance calculator. Simple, easy. And uh, check it out for yourself right now or any other time. No bad questions. Don't be bashful. Could be something about constructive dismissal, temporary layoff, maybe a severance offer. That sucks. Doesn't matter. We'll uh, we'll drill down on that puppy for the next half hour. That in our main topic, top five employment law myths. How about that? Those are important. We'll get to those. But Alex, we always start, brother, with the case of the day. What's cooking on your side? Hey, Johnny. Thanks so much. Great to be back uh, talking employment law, talking workplace rights for employees and employers as well, for that matter. Uh, busy start to the week, uh, okay. John. We uh, continue to field calls, field emails, help people with their workplace situations, solving those problems, giving advice. Uh, getting people the severance that they're owed. Uh, we speak to people on a daily basis on, on all of those fronts. They've either heard this show or they've seen our TV show or they've been put in touch with us through a family member or a friend or a former colleague. Listen, these people call us, John, because they're dealing with a situation at work. They're dealing with a problem at work. They don't know what to do. They don't know how to respond to their employer. Maybe they've been let go. Maybe they haven't been let go and they're just dealing with an issue inside of the workplace. And they need some help. They want to know what options they have. They want to know what rights they have as employees. And as you very well know, John, that's exactly what we do on a daily basis. We help people resolve their workplace problems. It's the bread and butter of our work. It's what we pride ourselves on, of course. And what's great about our job, John, is we actually help people. I mean, people are uh, are thankful. They're grateful for speaking to us and uh, uh, getting the help that they need in resolving those kinds of issues. And, of course... Some situations are very complex. Some some situations last, uh, you know, weeks and months potentially. Even in situations where the solution isn't perfect per se, people are just grateful to know what options they have and make the best of an otherwise difficult situation. Listen, if anything, if anyone is listening right now and this is striking a chord, you're dealing with a difficult situation at work, maybe you've been let go from your job and you've been offered some sort of severance, maybe your boss is mistreating you, maybe your employer is trying to pull a bit of a fast one on you, there is no time like the pr- the present to get those situations dealt with. Let's solve that problem. Let's alleviate that stress and that burden uh, from your back. We're here to talk. We're here to help. Give us a call at the office privately. Talk to myself or one of the other lawyers of, of at the forum, of course. Case in point, uh, John, let's talk about the case of the day and get the ball rolling uh, here. I spoke to this gentleman just this afternoon, so this is... Uh, fresh off fresh. the press, as they say, exactly. Interesting situation, John, and a situation uh, that I think is a good example of really just an employer not knowing how to handle the situation and not having the experience uh, of a large, potentially sophisticated employer. 
spoke to an individual, uh, John, fairly young guy, he was 32 years old, uh, worked for a plumbing company, very small shop. Uh, John, we're talking three, four employees at most and the owner of the company as well. And these guys are plumbers. So there's the owner of the company and he has a couple of plumbers in his service as employees. Uh, the gentleman I spoke with was the lead plumber. So he was kind of the more senior guy of the crew, despite his age, I guess, had been with the company for six and a half years, making very good money. I think he was making something like $40 an hour. Uh, uh, John, so good money for somebody in, in his position. And again, six and a half year employee, no issues, worked seamlessly uh, with, with the owner, seamlessly with the other employees. Out of nowhere, late last week, he gets called into the owner's office and he's told, uh, in, rel in a relatively uh, a kind of tame way, nothing got uh, heated or antagonistic, he's told that the company isn't doing as well this year and the owner had to make some tough decisions and he's letting this individual go. Yep. So this individual now, six and a half year employee, he's lost his job uh, and uh, he reached out to us wanting to know if what the companies did was, was legitimate. Now, the kicker here, John, is that this gentleman was offered absolutely no severance. He was let go, uh, again, I think it was Thursday of last week. Uh, and when he inquired about severance, because he was a listener of this show, by the way, the owner of the company told him, well, we're a small plumbing company. We don't owe any severance. We don't pay severance. That's not how the law works. There, there, there is no severance for somebody who's a plumber in, in your situation. And again, being a listener of the show, John, that, that obviously was a red flag uh, to, to this gentleman. And so he called us and he was wanting to know, am I owed severance here? Is what the owner telling me tr you know, true here? Uh, am I not owed severance because I'm a plumber or because I work with a small employer? And he already partially knew the answer to the question, John, again, because uh, he had some experience being a listener of the show. The, ov the answer is very obviously, of course he's owed severance. He's owed severance like any other employee is owed severance. It doesn't matter that he's a plumber, John. It doesn't matter that he works for a small company. Every single employee in Ontario is owed severance upon termination. These are an employee's entitlements when they're let go. That severance is going to be based on an employee's age, position, and years of service. The analysis is not complicated. The older you are, the more senior your position, uh, the longer you've been with the same company, the more severance you're going to get. Again, this gentleman was 32 years of age, six and a half years with the company in a, I guess we can call it supervisor position. He's going to be owed at least six months of severance, uh, uh, John. That's a lot of money. He was making $40 an hour working part-time and then some, uh, right? That is going to be tens and tens of thousands of dollars. I think this employer's made an honest mistake. John, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt, okay. uh, you, you know, right here and now. He's going to be in for a bit of a rude awakening. He owes this individual severance. We're going to be working working with this guy to get him the severance uh, that he's owned. And it's going to be tens of thousands of dollars very easily, uh, uh, John. And this is not complicated stuff. This is not rocket science. Some employers, however, don't fully know, aren't fully aware of what their obligations are when they're letting an employee go. 
And with that, we'll take one short break and get right back to it. Our top five myths of employment law. We're going to get to that here in just a bit. That's after a short break here on the Employment Law Show. Stand by. You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Chorus Entertainment. Yeah, we're back at it. As I say, we are ready to go. Hope you are as well. Alex Luciferro is your lawyer tonight, talking the good talk. Joe, thanks for hanging in there, big guy. How are you? I'm doing fine, thank you. Good, sir. What's your question? The lawyer, my question is, I have employed that uh, I want to let him, let him off. I don't mm-hmm. want any lawyers to get involved. I want to give him whatever is the law, whatever your lawyers allow, or, or Canadian allow. You say you're talking about got to give me 24 weeks, 30 weeks, 30 months. I don't understand. Where did you get all this rules, regulation? Can you give me a, a book so I can study and do the right thing? I don't want to deal with the lawyer. I want to give them whatever belongs to them. Yeah, it's even easier than that, Alex. Right. So how? Would yeah, you, it's a. Because I, I sometimes I, I love the station, but I get sick. All the all the lawyers, it's, you know, the lawyer is a disaster. Look like <laughs> <laughs> well, hang on. We'll, we'll make it simple for you. Hang on, Joe. Just tell them where to go, Alex. I mean, figuratively. I mean, you want to go to the pocket employment lawyer, but I'll get, let you get the details. You sue the yeah. lawyer. You sue this. You sue that. That's a disgrace. That's all that we're doing is suing people to make money. Nah, it's not necessary. You don't have to sue anybody. You just got to pay the right amount. Joe, simply, simply the fact, Joe, that that you are asking the question, I don't want uh, to, and you have the intention of. Right, solving this without the need for legal counsel, without the need for lawyers, as you say, is a good sign, Joe. So credit to you for for doing that. That's a step in the right direction. Very easily, right? So the uh, way in which you don't have to involve a lawyer if you're letting an employee go, Joe, is that you're going to offer them severance or you're going to offer them, even better maybe for the company, notice of their termination based on their age, position, and years of service. So my question to you, Joe, is if you have an employee that you want to let go, I need to know their age, I need to know how long they've been with the company, and I need to know the position that they work in. I will be able to give you a very good sense of how much notice you have to give them or how much severance you have to pay them. So, Joe, what do you say, your employer? What are you looking at here? How so old is he? What does he do? How long has he been with you? He's been eight years with me. Okay, what's the position? The position, she helped me out. Anything I want him to do, she do everything. She's a wonderful person. Okay. Roughly how old is she, Joe? She's about 65 years old. Okay. Let me let me ask you this. Does she do a good job for you, or are you, are you having problems with her? I have no problem at all. Okay. My advice to you, Joe, if you want to let her go, you give her advanced notice of her termination. Because notice, Joe, actually will count towards her severance entitlements. So, for example, if you give her eight months or 10 months or 12 months of working notice of her termination, meaning you send her a letter this week or later this week or next week saying, effective eight months from now, you give her a very specific date, Right. Uh, right. Your your employment will be formally uh, terminated as of that date, and you give her that much notice. Uh-huh. Your severance entitlements to her, Joe, will be very little, if not nothing. You will not owe her any severance because you gave her 
advanced notice. Don't give her two weeks notice, Joe. Don't give her eight weeks notice. You have to give her months of notice. I would say at least eight months, if not either 10 or 12 months, if you're comfortable doing that. If you don't want to give her the notice, then you're going to have to pay her something along those lines. I want to follow the law, whatever it is. I don't want to cheat her. What I just what I just told you, Joe, is exactly what you should be doing, exactly in accordance with the law. Okay. Well, how about crystal the, clear? Two weeks per year. I will give her two weeks per year already, all the time, and I let him do whatever. I want to know. I want to make sure she doesn't feel like that. I'm cheating her. She should be very happy, and I should be very happy. Yeah, and, and so and, and so. That two weeks per year of service, Joe, is not correct at law. That is a myth. And we'll get into myths, actually, in a, in a sec as we go through the show. But that is incorrect, How many uh, weeks Joe. What is correct, it, it's not a weeks per year analysis. It's not even a months per year analysis. The situation is based on the employee's age, position, and years of service. Okay. If this employee was shorter or longer service or a different age, the analysis would be different. Okay, I give it the age 60, 65 years old. And that's fine. And, and, and so anywhere between eight and 12 months of notice, Joe, is going to be enough for this employee. If you don't want to give her notice, if you want her out the door tomorrow, then you can let her go tomorrow and you would owe her eight to 12 months of pay. Joe, appreciate the call. I hope that helped. If you want a uh, follow-up phone call, you can always do that with uh, Alex at a later date, one 821 5900 to do that. We've got to Keep it moving on here. Okay, top five employment law myths. Here's how you do that. Uh, first one, your employer can only let you go if they have a good reason to. I know that's the initial shock. Most people come to you and say, hey, man, I didn't do anything wrong. They can't fire me. Yeah, it's a great one to start with, uh, uh, John, and, and also kind of flows from Joe's questions and from the case of the day as well. Oftentimes, this is the first issue that an employee will have when they come speak to us. This, the question of severance and how much severance they're owed is almost secondary. They they feel unfairly uh, kind of targeted yeah. as a result of the termination. And the reality of the situation, uh, John, as I was just explaining to Joe, actually, is an employer doesn't really need a reason to let an employee go. Uh, right? There, there's no particular reason that's good or bad for letting an employee go that would justify either severance being paid or not being paid. At the end of the day, you can be the best employee in the company. You can be an average employee. You can even be a subpar employee for that matter. Those employees are going to be owed the same amount of severance based on their age, position, and years of service. So the reason for termination, John, in 99% of cases does not matter from a legal point of view. And perhaps more than that, it doesn't factor into the legal analysis. It doesn't factor into how much severance that employee is owed or not owed, regardless of their performance, regardless of the reason for termination. Now, very quickly, John, I say 1% because uh, an employer is not allowed to let an employee go, in fact, if it was based on a discriminatory ground. Mm -hmm. Meaning, if that employee was let go, maybe because they took a medical leave of absence, or maybe they need some medical accommodation in the workplace, or maybe because of their age, or because of their gender, or because of their religion, in those kinds of cases, John, that's what we call a discrimination claim, a human rights claim. Well, listen, of course the reason matters, right? You can't let an employee go on those grounds. But if it is to cut costs or for restructuring, or just because you don't really like the person, they're not a good fit, there's nothing inherently wrong with that termination as long as the correct amount of severance is paid. 
get a call in here quickly, shall we, Alex? Uh, Ruben, thanks for taking the time. How are you? Good, good. I have a question. My son was working uh, last year in a construction company. This year, they said they don't need him because they're pretty slow. They got not a lot of contracts. Does he get severance? Great question. Yeah, excellent question, uh, uh, Ruben. He uh, he was a seasonal employee, I take it, so he wasn't working uh, during the fall and winter months? No, just the summer. Was there an expectation, or, or was there uh, even a promise, let's say, but was there an expectation that he'd be returning, or was it always the uh, yes, went early this year? No, um, according to uh, what he was saying to me, was that, yeah, he was supposed to return this summer back to work, but they contacted him, him and said, no, we don't need you this. Um, we didn't get a lot of contracts, so we're not going to need you. Yeah. Interesting situation, Ruben. So listen, if, you're, if your son is, is kind of relatively young and could find another job very easily, and he only worked one previous summer... You know, I could tell you there there might there may be a severance obligation there, but it's probably not going to be very big at all. Um, I've had situations where, in very similar circumstances, employees were seasonal. They worked, let's say, every single spring, summer, and fall, and then took the winter off, and then were not called back the next year. For longer service employees, where that's kind of a longer ser- uh, longer term of employment over many years. Absolutely, those employees would be owed severance if they're not called back to work. That would be a regular termination, right? Where your long-term employment has been terminated. Your son, Ruben, may be owed severance, but if he was only employed for a few months and he's a relatively young individual, and again, he could bounce back into a new job very quickly. Listen, theoretically, he might be owed some severance. It might be very, very little. It might not be enough to pursue necessarily, but the general principle is there. I mean, technically, yes, he was employed. He was let go when he wasn't recalled back to work. And every employee is owed severance if they're let go. What I would suggest you do, uh, Ruben, is give us a call off air. Send us an email off air. Let's get the details of the of the situation. If there is any substantive uh, amounts to pursue, any severance to pursue, let's have a chat and let's figure out whether it's worth your while. Perfect. Thanks a lot, guys. Appreciate it. Ruben, appreciate your time as well, pal. Here it is, 1-855-821-5900 to reach out to Alex and his crew and help at employmentlawyer.ca as well. Okay, top uh, top employment law miss. Number two, when you're let go, this kind of goes back to what Joe was thinking. Uh, when you're let go, you receive one week, maybe two weeks of severance for every year of service. That's the norm. It, it's in the top five list of employment law myths, John, because uh, it is so prevalent uh, and and you you nailed it. I mean, Joe said exactly that. I think he said two weeks per year of service, but that's exactly the case. There is this misconception out there that when you let an employee go, all that they're going to get is one or two weeks per year of service. Maybe it depends on how long they've been with the company, etc., um, as to whether it's one or two weeks. And that is just simply not the case. Again, 
Severance is based on age, position, years of service. And it might be frustrating to some, right? Uh, sometimes it's a little complicated. It's actually not that complicated, but there is no mathematical formula here. I can't tell you it's a month per year of service or two weeks or one week or three weeks per year of service. I'll give you an example. John, short service employees. Short service right. employees are going to be owed proportionately more severance based on their years of service. A one-year employee, John, could be owed six months of severance. Uh, uh, right? I mean, that's obviously the proportions there are completely out of whack, but that's a perfectly reasonable severance period for a one-year employee, particularly if they're older, particularly if they're in senior management level positions, uh, uh, right? But that's not, you know, that's not a, a wild and crazy number. That's a completely appropriate number. So the moral of the story here for Joe or for anyone else is that don't just go on a rule of thumb. Just don't just go on this kind of misconception or one or two weeks per year of service. If you're an employee and you've been let go from your job, make sure you speak with an employment lawyer. Do not sign off on your employer's offer. Think about it. Speak to somebody about it. Get professional help in the circumstances and make sure you're getting a fair shake. And if, like Joe, we're, we're picking on Joe, John, John unfortunately, uh, this, this episode, but he, he asked some great questions, really. And so I'll do respect to him. Uh, if you're an employer in that circumstance and you want to let an employee go, get advice beforehand. Speak to an, a lawyer beforehand and make sure you're offering that employee what they're actually owed. Number three, you have to work at least five years, Alex, for a large company in order to receive any severance. Yeah, another great misconception, uh, uh, John, and this is just simply not the case. You can be, again, a one-year employee, two-year, three-year, four-year employee. It's still going to be based on your age, position, and years of service. This five-year mark, uh, 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 John, is based on uh, some rules and some uh, provisions under the Employment Standards Act in Ontario that provides for kind of minimum employment entitlements and, and rights. We are talking about an employee's full severance entitlements here. And so whether you're with the company five years or not doesn't matter at all. Again, the analysis is still age, position, and years of service. Doesn't matter how big the company is. Doesn't matter how long you've, you've worked with them. Uh, it doesn't affect the calculation outside of the analysis of, again, age, position, and length of service. We're getting to that top five. Again, we got time. We might squeeze the last two. And number four, being a quote-unquote contractor means you don't get severance pay, Alex. Nope. Yeah, and we see this actually very often, uh, John, far more often uh, than any anyone would think. We have people that contact us and say, and they even agree that they're contractors. They call themselves contractors, uh, John, and they invoice the company, right? And they do their own taxes and they have their own expenses, right? And for, let's say, for the purposes of CRA, Everything appears as though they are independent contractors operating their own business. But when you look into the minutia of the relationship, John, and you look at the fact that they work for one employer, they work nine to five, the employer provides, you know, the equipment, whether that's a computer or whether that's tools, it could be anything, right? They hold themselves out as representatives of the company. When you look at all of these factors outside of exactly how they're paid, you know, and, and whether they're incorporated or not, for example, you oftentimes see, and I would say the majority of the time, you see an employment relationship. And even when it isn't an employment relationship per se, and it's a contractor situation, if you're a contractor, but you only work for one company, uh, uh, John, and again, all of your income is through earned through that one company that you quote-unquote contract for, 
That's what we call a dependent contractor. Right. And guess what, John? Dependent contractors or employees, again, regardless of the title that they give themselves, they're going to be owed severance. They're going to be owed severance based on their age, position, and years of service. It's as simple as that. It's not the it. title, right? It's the substance of the relationship that matters when it comes to severance. And that'll do it for this evening. We are back in here tomorrow again at 6.30. In the meantime, reaching Alex and his team, I'll give you the number one more time, one 855 821-5900. Email help at employmentlawyer.ca and that website. Use it with the severance calculator, right? Pocketemploymentlawyer.ca. Back in tomorrow, 630, another edition of the Employment Law Show. Have a great night. The preceding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Chorus Entertainment. Entertainment.